back to another episode of Simply Unprofessional. I'm your host, Webby. Joining me tonight, we got Devin. Hey, what's up, everybody? And we got Mr. Rob Equist. Hey, guys. How's it going? So, this week, Devin had me watch a movie. We watched it together. Uh, Rob has not watched this movie. I kind of started telling him what it was about, and Rob exclaimed he Webby has no is spreading propaganda lies. That might have also to... been true. We'll see. And trying to deny people. We'll see. But, uh, the because... way that Webby described it, I do not. It's not a kind of movie that I like. Right. I am not interested. So, in it. I mean, we will see if Dev because Devin, Devin is in defense of this movie as to me being completely opposed to this movie. Uh, so we, this is actually okay, a movie so that me and you disagree on. A very he yes it is a movie we disagree on, which does um, not happen and... often. Not often, no. And it's a movie that I'm not going to say I'm, like, staunchly defending it in the sense that I'm just saying I am defending the fact you were saying it is a terrible movie. I think it is a terrible... I would watch every Aubrey Plaza movie twice before I but ever watched you would watch movie. every Aubrey Plaza movie anyway. I, I did not particularly care for Life After Beth. But uh, you would watch it again would, because of Aubrey Plaza. I would deal with that smooth jazz all over again over this movie. And for anybody out there who knows me, I would probably even rewatch Old Boy over this movie. And I Let fucking hate it. Old Boy. Let me explain I thought that so was the garbage. The movie we're talking movie. about is The Platform. Right. Now, hold on. Or it's, it's a Spanish the movie. Hole or El Hoyo. El Hoyo. <laughs> El Hoyo. Uh, it is um, a Spanish... as, one of my, as one of the people I listen to on YouTube say, of course, America would recall it The Platform. Because we focus more on the donut hole and not the donut itself. Or reverse that. We focus more on the, on the donut and not the donut hole. Because why not? Yeah. So it's technically, it's a science fiction horror film. Yes. Okay. Directed by, I am going to butcher the shit out of this name and I apologize. <laughs> Galder Gaztilu Orushia. <laughs> sure. That guy. tight. So, uh, according to Wikipedia, I'm going to give you the, the brief synopsis first, and then me and Devin will start talking about it. And Edquist, you chime in anytime you have a question. And then periodically, we'll also pause and see if you have questions. Oh, oh just real quick before you get back into the actual thing. What I was saying in the beginning, I wanted to, I wanted to say the name of the film. While I'm not saying it, this is a, like, A1 first ballot Hall of Fame movie... I am saying that just calling it a bad movie outright, I don't think is necessarily one true or fair. While it's also, I I agree, I probably would not watch this movie again unless I had to do like a, a thesis on it or something along those lines. I think it's kind of one of those movies where you watch it once, maybe watch it twice to like, you just get like from a diff like once you understand and you go in with your own set of views on the movie, watch it again to kind of either cement or challenge your views. But other than that, I wouldn't call it a bad movie. It's just kind of the movie I don't want to necessarily watch again. Like a movie I loved, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Do I really want to sit down and watch The Boy in the Striped Pajamas again? Probably not. 
Am I going to watch that anytime soon? Probably not. I like the boy in the striped pajamas, but I don't see, also need to see the boy in the striped pajamas the again. We've seen movies and we've watched movies like, uh, what was the, the one with the forest spirits there with all the dancing bobbly head things? Which one was that again? Per, the, okay. Yeah. I liked that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not in any hurry to rewatch that movie. Maybe years and years and years down the road, I might, for nostalgic purposes, rewatch that movie. But mm-hmm. I have, as of right now, I have no desire to rewatch that movie. It was not a movie that I watched and I was like, oh yeah, the rewatch factor on this is phenomenal. I'm just going to rewatch it back to back to back again, over and over and over again. But I did enjoy the movie. Right. But I think on, on, this on is one of those movies where I feel like I was robbed of two hours of my on life. On the flip side of that, though, just because <laughs> just because you have a movie that you don't necessarily need to or want to watch again, um, that, that's what I'm saying. That's not what make I'm it a bad movie. No, I, I, exactly. Which is why I I'm I'm specifying. I really enjoyed the Princess Mononoke movie. But I don't feel like I want to rewatch it. I'm not basing my rating good or bad I based off that. of if I, I would get rewatch point. it or not. I get that point. I get what you're saying about that. I'm just saying I feel like you're writing it off as generally a bad movie when my argument is just me saying I just don't think it's a movie that is for you. I don't necessarily think it's a bad movie. I just think it is it is definitely one of those movies I would say where it's like if you're not like I would the way I would do this I would sell this movie to somebody I would be like have you seen Snowpiercer? Also, if you say yes, I also said no when you asked me that. If somebody said yes, I've seen Snowpiercer, I would say did you like Snowpiercer? And they said yes, I would say then you probably will enjoy this movie. Or not necessarily enjoy it, but you will you will get something out of this movie watching it. Snowpiercer, I think, definitely did this. What this movie is tr- like trying to say and trying to do, I think Snowpiercer did it better six years prior. I actually do. I think Snowpiercer, you can enjoy it is and that the watch one with it. Chris Evans or it is, is Chris yes. Evans. Yep. See, you yep. should have you should have had me watch Snowpiercer instead. Snowpiercer is a very good movie. There I was, watched Snowpiercer just things, to watch Snowpiercer. There were several things about this movie which tied into the fact that I did not like it. Like you. It was English dubbed, sure. You you earned points for that because you found a foreign movie that was English dubbed. You know I don't like subtitles. Right. I, you I had the subtitles on. Point. I didn't realize that they weren't, like, there was the option to shut them off because normally they don't have them on if the movie doesn't have it for, for, for my Netflix. But the subtitles were on and in English, but not matching up to the dub, the, the English dub, which was really throwing me off. Because I was listening to them, but trying to read and watch the movie, and it was a lot of things going at me at once that weren't mm-hmm. all adding up. Yeah, so that was that was the first thing. <laughs> like, if like truly, if you watch this movie, first off, don't get me wrong, I laughed at a few points of it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I think the, the movie the did generally. I think the, the movie did generally. A fucking surfboard. I I do think the movie generally did have some tonal issues here and there, but to be fair, I know why it seems that way. It's you're also, not gonna like to hear, you're you're not gonna like hear the reason why it is that way, but I do know why it's that way for two reasons. One, the movie when the script was really written, this was written to be a a stage play, a play, um, so a little bit different. Also, too, there is a cut of this movie that is out there that is three hours long. Fuck um, that. 
Yeah, it's like a three and a half hour long cut. Like it's twice as long. They cut half it out. So there's a good reason why some of it seems like it doesn't add up or tonally is a little weird. But it's not. Overall, like going into this, usually I'm gonna give my review right now. I'm gonna give my score right now of this movie. I would give it. I would give it somewhere in the ballpark of like a six and a half to a seven, depending on the day you're asking me. Well, am I saying it's like run out, watch it, and see it? No. Okay. But for what the movie now, is, hold on. Let me let me cut you off because we haven't even explained what the the theme of this movie is or what the the premise of this movie is. Sure. So before before we go giving scores or talking about uh, continuing our conversation over why we think it's good or bad, I'm gonna read this little synopsis. And we'll see if Edquist has any questions that maybe I tried answering. Some of them I didn't. I don't think I answered well. Maybe you can elaborate and answer them better and sway his decision on whether or not he'd like to at least give the movie a try. But so this film is okay. According to the Wikipedia, I'm going to say that I'm reading this via the Wikipedia. The film is set in a large tower style which is bullshit it's got to be a pit this has got a majority of this has to be a pit in any case a large tower style quote-unquote vertical self-management center its residents who are switched every 30 days between its many floors um, are fed via a platform that starts on level zero at the very top it's filled with food and then gradually descends to the tower's lower levels, each level only getting the leftovers from the previous floor. It's, it is a system bound to cause conflict, as the residents at the top levels can eat as much as they can in an allotted amount of time, leaving increasingly smaller amounts for those below. That's essentially the, the premise of the film. Now, I'm going to... Follow up. Well, first off, Rob, any questions based on that? Yes, my question is why. Why well, is and, and, and the the answer I gave Devin was there were several different things. People were in there as punishments, whether they broke the law, so it was like a form of a jail. Yep. And other people signed up to do this for yep. Like our main character, reasons. the main character main signed character up to get a degree. Up. Now, in a degree, he signed up to also quit his smoking habit. Because he would have oh, he would have okay, went yeah. ninety days without smoking, so that would have helped break his smoking habit. He signed up to break his smoking habit and also to get a degree. Other people signed up for various other reasons to get something out of it. Some people were sent there as opposed to jail. So it was it, it was options. Now, I've watched a lot of things about this recently since why we said he didn't like it. Spent a lot of time reading, listening, and reading to some of the like, some of the director interviews, things like that, to get a better say, understanding of this movie. Before you continue, I will say I read one thing that might help explain one of the reasons I didn't like it. What? Uh, the whole movie was essentially set to help explain a political view of things. Like, it is technically a, po- a, it is a political a movie. View. I wouldn't say a political view, but there definitely are themes, and the major themes of this are capitalism, socialism. Right. And I and fucking that. hate politics. I hate right. it. I cannot sit here. That's and why have I'm. A that's why I said it's not a movie for you, and that's totally fine. But it is a movie that does spark conversation if you look at it with that lens. So if you go into this kind of movie, and you sit down, and you look at it. And Snowpiercer is very similar, but the thing about Snowpiercer is that that's, I think the biggest difference between the two is Snowpiercer is also a 
a movie you can watch disjointed of that without necessarily having to like focus in on that to make it to like drive it home if that makes sense and it has a defin- it has more of a definite ending as opposed to this well maybe i'll give snowpiercer a shot but i don't know it, wait it snowpiercer Snowpiercer is the one where they're on the train that's constantly yes. moving, right? Yeah, I actually I enjoyed Snowpiercer. I yeah, I mean, it's it's actually very similar to this. It's a little different, but very similar. But Snowpiercer, even though it does have those same themes of capitalism and socialism and things like that, it also is just a good movie outside of that. In the sense that you don't, it's it's not that's not the theme of the movie. Those are the, well, the themes, but you know what I mean. There's not like it's not the heavy handedness like everything's not coded in that it's you could still enjoy that movie just as a movie and kind of push that to the side this is more in your face about that because if you push that to the side of this movie you're just kind of left with like mindless violence and things like and these mindless things that happen that don't necessarily make sense but if you, you this movie i think is actually one of those movies that if you view it with a lens this movie could be like the center of like a college ethics course if that makes sense um where Snowpiercer could also, but not as you you would have a harder time I think getting Snowpiercer through like a college ethics lens than you would this. But yeah, moving on past that for a second. So to give you some just some layout, some more things about this beautiful tower. Um, there's so there's two cellmates per level. There's a total. Each room is six meters squared. Each room, so each floor is six meters squared. There are 333 people, or well, 333 levels, uh, with 666 people total in this tower. And on the platform every day that starts at the top, or every yeah, every day, there is 333 pounds of food. So there's enough food for everybody to eat half a pound of food, but all the food is generally calorie dense. So while everyone, if they took exactly what they needed out of this and just took their their share, their half a pound of food, and ate that, they may be hungry. They would not starve, but they would maybe hungry. But everyone will eat. Um, but and that's kind of where the the you know the capitalism social comes in, and just kind of this the themes of uh, you know you could look at like even like nature versus nurture. You could look at themes versus like you know just taking yourself, talking about you know just taking care of yourself, looking out for yourself. Themes of like camaraderie. Things themes of. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of right now? I can't think of the word I was thinking of. I just blanked on it. Anyway, um, yeah, like themes of, of unity. Like, you know, if the community chipped in together and everybody, you know, helped out and did their part and thought about other people, they wouldn't be having these problems of people treating each other differently and things like that. But ignoring that and getting into like the actual plot, but yeah, getting the plot. So we have our main character, Goring, um, wakes up in a concrete cell marked with number forty-eight. His cellmate, his cellmate, cellmate. Yep. Uh, but you didn't really answer my question of why. Like, why? I understand why people are there, but why are they doing this in the first place? Generally, so generally, the what the reason why they're doing this is the the point of the experiment is to is to see. Mainly, according to the to the director, the main point of this was for for them to study and see what leads to solidarity. So, what what needs to what environments lead to solidarity or a lack thereof 
and then they study that and then they re-implement that out in the real world to help bring forth a sense of community in the real world and a sense of unity in the real world. So they put people in the situation here and see, well, what happens? Is it, you know, what well, gets people to turn on other people? Uh, starving people to death with only one other person is going to lead to people killing and eating each other or dying. But, like they needed well, no. to well, this, to tell this, them this, that. This, this is very I, much the thing, though. Well, this is the thing. This is where it becomes like this is why I'm saying you can have a whole college course based around the film because this is where the thing is. Because you have that, you're like, well, you're starving people, putting them on the floor. Well, they're not technically starving you. They're giving everyone in the building has the option to think of somebody else, but they don't. So then you ask yourself, you can put yourself in that same situation and say, well, what? How would your views differ if you wake up? You wake up in this place, and you're on floor 200 with scraps or nothing, and then next month you're on floor 6. How would you then treat everyone below you, or would you not care because you would do whatever it takes to stay up and take advantage of floor 6 because you know it's not going to last? Or would you, on the flip side of things, if you woke up on floor 6, how would you treat people below you and then the following month you were below? How would you treat the people above you? Would you resent the people above you? But would you resent them because you know you uh, would you resent them because you know you treated the people below you like shit? So they treat you like shit in return, or would you resent them because you're not getting you know they have the option of giving you food. You've seen the trays of food coming down. You know they can they on the flip side Oh, okay. Not so to eat as much. They, they can easily observe the internet to see how this is going to go. For one, number two, why do they have to make it so bad that people actually die instead of just you know seeing how horrible they are to each other? Like, why is it necessary for it to be that people actually have to die and kill each other or cut pieces off each other and eat it? Uh, like, why does it have to go so far for them to get the idea that hey, people treat each other like shit? Well, well, no, because this is the thing. We we don't actually ever get to glimpse the outside world. So we don't know if maybe the outside world is a center. We don't really get a lot of glimpses of the outside world. Maybe the outside world doesn't have problems like this anymore. So we really don't know. We do know that from the director, there are other towers in the world that are holding similar experiences in other places or similar experiments in other places, but we don't really know what the outside world is. So we're in an isolated environment. Right. The, the oh, only the two thing. places that we actually get to see that aren't in the cell are you get the the interviewer every so often we get a couple scenes with the, the woman the who interviews people and then the kitchen. So, so we don't really know what the outside world looks like. We don't really know what year it is. It could be they got flying cars. We don't know. So with that being said, you have to kind of judge it based off what you see and what's there. And while I said, like, there is definitely, a, there's a three-hour-plus version of this movie, so we could have those answers in that in that subset of the movie. But what we're given is, what you know, what we're given is kind of what we're given. So we don't necessarily know how that inversely or inversely has impacted the outside world. Is it working? Is it not? Has, you know, has, you know, we don't have the stats or the numbers of saying, like, hey, well, since we've been doing these experiments, we've noticed a you know, a 45% decrease in poverty. And that correlates with a 45 decrease, a 45% decrease in, you know, wealth gap. 
you know, we, we haven't noticed that. We yeah, don't, you, you don't know why? Because in that particular city where this tower is, you have 666 people locked up, half of which are going to end up dead before this experiment's over. But, but also, too, this is the funny part <laughs> about it. Though. Like, he was only in there for six months. So we don't know how long other people's sentences are. Like, the right. one guy, he was legitimately in there for murder. So, I mean, he could live there forever. I don't think it really no, matters. Cause, remember, because he was getting out in a couple months. Yeah, he, he had I mean, served, yeah. he had served over a year. He had been there for yeah, over a yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. He had been there for a while. So generally speaking, you're nobody's in this place forever. It seems like people generally get out. Yeah, so if the you survive. Well, there's a this, lot of murder in this movie. People generally get out. So this is the this is kind of the funny part of it, where it's like, if for instance, Webby, if we got stranded on an island and we got sent somewhere, me, you, and let's say a hundred people. Got stranded on an island, and we we're told up front for three months you're going to be here, and three months we're going to come back and pick you up. It would behoove us to just take care of everybody for three months. Everybody do everybody everybody do something. Pull their pull their weight. Do what we can for three months. There's no reason to do anything else. But then you have the question of human nature takes over, and then you have people who want to be superior. So you have that. So when you get people who want to be superior or you give someone, but let's say, or even better than that, let's say you have a hundred people on this island and that's the case. And 10 people, you give 10 people tools. Those 10 people have the option of chipping in and helping out with those tools, everybody, or because they have the tools are and they have, so therefore they have power. Are they going to then assert their dominance over the other 90? So it's kind of like, like I said, there's so many different ways you can go with this movie that if you want to, I will say this. If you take the movie, just the movie, like watch the movie as just the movie. I think this movie is, like I said, I think it's like a, I think it's like a C. It's like a C movie. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's not great though. Um, But I do think it does spark a lot of interesting questions that if you want to take from that is is enough for me to watch the movie anyway and enjoy it because I think it sparks a lot of interesting questions of, you know, ethics and philosophy and things like that of, well. And see me personally, I think I would just find more enjoyment out of having the conversation of the questions than watching the movie. Right. And that's fine. That's absolutely fine. But I do think some people need help getting their mind on those questions and I think this is in a terrible way as like a jump off point. That's why I said I think this really could be like taught in a college setting where you sit down, maybe not like a whole course, but like you sit down and watch this movie and have a conversation. Because I, I do think I, I could see serious, that this movie being shown on a campus somewhere in like some sort of ethics class. Yeah. Like I really genuinely do have a like a thought process for this movie of and if you, if people want to know why we're not breaking this movie now, because it's, it's basically, it's kind of at what is that face value? Oh, yeah, you we've people, pretty much already said exactly yeah, what the movie is. You have people in this movie. The only thing we haven't mentioned is there is a, there is a, there's an Asian lady who rides down every month. She rides down to the bottom or looking as far her, as she gets. Looking for her kid. Looking for her kid. Now, there is a theory behind the kid, and I'm going to get to that in a minute. You know, we'll get to that in the end. And then I want to ask you if that changes the ending for you. Because the, the biggest thing about this movie I dislike is the ending is very much up for interpretation. Now, I will say this. The director did kind of say his intentions on the ending. But he, he, he still kind of said that it's up for you to determine. But this is what 
I believe. I'm cur- I'm Which- more curious about what the actual bottom floor was. Because so there's the 333 floor, floors, but then it continues down into this massive black room. We, well, the thing is, it's 333 floors, but the thing is this. So we, we see our, we see our, you know, we see our main man, Goring, um, in, uh... Yeah, he starts on, like, what, 40-something? And then he goes to, like, 170? He starts at, he, starts at, he wakes up at 48, then he ends up at floor 171, tied up because when, of his roommate yeah and that's when what's his name starts trying to eat him and then but he fucking forgets about the asian chick and then he winds up saving she winds up saving him yeah um and then he ends up on floor 33 with his the woman who who, who interviewed him who like a dumbass brought her dog yeah and like, i told you Devin, if the dog dies i was gonna end the movie i stuck and, with it even and, after the dog and died. i'm not gonna lie i knew the dog was gonna die but i didn't want to say it like i well, I did not know if they were going to actually show the dog being killed, or if it was going to just be like aftermath. Luckily, uh, it was it aftermath. was just aftermath. Yeah. It wasn't. They didn't show the dog being killed because at that point, I don't think I would have finished watching the movie. Um, but it was aftermath. But if anyone and I will I don't say, know, I don't blame the Asian lady in that point. I blame the fucking woman. No, Why I, are you bringing yeah, the dog? No, here? I agree, one hundred percent agree. But at that same point, I will say that also checks off columns into oh, yeah. reasons why well, I dislike this movie. Well, yeah, and that's fine. That, that's fine. Like, that's one of those movies... This is one of those movies I would definitely say, like, there are a few scenes in this movie that, for sure, that will trigger you on certain issues. So if you, you know, if you don't want... You know, if you're sensitive, or you know, you just don't want to... Not actually sensitive in, like, a negative way, but if you're sensitive to certain things, I wouldn't watch this movie. Because this movie does have a couple scenes that are kind of triggering. Um, but other than that, other than that, it's no more, I would say it's no more violent or gory than any other, like, I guess, I don't want to say, like, extreme movie, but, like, no more violent or gory than other movies I've seen. Yeah, it's just no. there are a couple of scenes that are, yeah, like, same thing, like, a movie, different movie altogether, very good movie, but a different movie altogether, but kind of along the same lines, and sometimes, like, The Nightingale, amazing movie, but very triggering <laughs> on certain things. So, yeah. Like very unsettling and very a movie where like after you watch it you kind of just see like I just need a hug, never and seen it, so I don't a know. cup of coffee. Like it's on Hulu. It's it's good, but um, man. So yeah. Um, so then he's on level thirty something, right? With yeah. the the new roommate. The new yeah who who brings a dog loses a dog. She tries to convince and, the people below her every single fucking day to portion out meals. And then Goring essentially gets fed up with hearing her and just says, hey, either do what she says or I'm going to shit all over the food. Pretty much. And then they start to, I guess. Yeah, uh, they start to, but at the end of the day... It, then they get moved to... They're, they're, they get fucking sent down to, like, what, two, 200 and something? And uh, 200. He, he wakes up and she's hanging her... She hung herself? Yep, 202 and she, she hung herself. Um... So he and ends he up. Eating, he winds up eating her flesh to survive. Yeah, and, and then, then he, he comes up, up to like hallucinating. Uh, he winds up hallucinating those two. And then he ends up on like single digits, like five or something. He's in level shit like six, that. level six, six. And that's when he meets Baharat, um, who's who's like the black guy with the rope who brought rope. That's Webby's MVP right there. Yeah, man, fucking right. 
He had the right idea. He just had racists above, above up above him. Not rope, and then the racists they shit on him literally. They, they pooped on him. Yep. Um, and then he dropped the rope, and he was very upset about it. Yep. But um, yeah. So they get the idea of they're going to go down, and they're going to um. Forcibly you know, rationing out the food. Forcibly rationing out the food, and then that's the case. When they're doing that, people aren't listening to them. They start clubbing heads, and then they meet, um, like they meet, uh, like one of like Baharat's old mentors in there. He's in a wheelchair. He's just like, "What are you doing? You're being a thug, you know." Take one dish. I think it's like what is it? The uh, pentacola? What? what, what I don't know. It was some dessert dish. Yeah, it was like a pentacola. Yeah, panna Yeah, he's like, yep, you know, take the panna send the panna back up, they'll see that there was that dish that was not touched the entire time, that's the message. Well, then they wind up going down these floors, people listen, some people listen, people don't listen, they wind up pretty much bashing people's heads in on every floor for the first, like, the 30 one, or 50 floors. The one of the guys was, like, they were, like, helping some dude and, like, feeding him because he was sick. Yep. And, and then the, his roommate's like, "Hey, it doesn't matter what you feed him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill him as soon as you guys leave. I'm gonna, I'm gonna empty out his stomach and eat everything that you just fed to him." <laughs> it's like, whoa, that guy you need to kill. He, he, that guy's just a flat-out murderer, and he's admitting it. Uh, then they met the guy with the samurai sword who ended up attacking the the Asian chick. Yep. Right. They wind up. Yep. She winds up getting attacked. She or they they come down on her, and she's being attacked. Yeah, and actually killed. At that point in time, and that's when he jumps him to save the save. Oh, no, 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 it's two guys. One of the bigger one's like a bigger guy, and one's a guy with a sword. Yeah, he jumps the the big guy winds up throwing her down because she took after she killed his first cellmate. She took his his samurai plus his samurai plus knife. Yeah, <laughs> his self sharpening knife. She took it. And then she winds up going down, um, and we see her struggling with this, like, big fucking, like, burly dude. He throws her in the bed and stabs her with the knife and kills her. Well, then, um, our main character guy, he's, you know, he kind of had feelings. Yeah. He, maybe. He, he tries, not, he tries to, like, avenge her or, like... Yeah, he, so he jumps this guy who's, like, twice his size. He jumps him. Starts uh, getting choked out. It goes terribly. Oh, so yeah. then the black guy starts trying to help him out, and then there's a guy with a fucking katana... <laughs> And the like bi- some random white guy pulls out a katana, like, yeah. all right, this, is, this Bar- is what I brought in. Barat ends up getting the most of him, but gets stabbed in the process. Yeah. And then but gets he wants the, to the katana with him. But then cutting off the burly dude's head and saving Gorang. Yeah, well, it's funny, he cut his head and then he was still being choked out. Like, the, <laughs> it took a minute to register. Yeah. <laughs> he was still getting choked out and he cut his head off. And then, so they got back in the thing, they're both in really bad shape. Um, and then they arrive on the bottom floor. The bottom floor, this whole time, by the way, uh, Baharat, not Baharat, um, Goring is seeing hallucinations of the people he's ate. So yeah. his two roommates that he's eaten, he's seeing hallucinations of them. And be mindful, and at, at this point, he only thinks there's 250 floors based off of right, some counter. Right, right, Mm-hmm. So they get to like 250, and it doesn't stop. And they're like, what the hell? It doesn't stop. And they get down, and they wind up buying out. It's, they pass out on the way down, which, by the way, that's what we're going to get to in a second. I'm going to come back in a second. They pass out on the way down. Then 
they see 333. Yeah. So floor 333, it finally stops. He gets, you know, they grab, they get off the platform. They take, they take the panicata. They give it, they see a little girl underneath this platform, underneath this bed. And they pull her. Which according to the recruiter, there's nobody below the age of 16 allowed in this tower. Yes. Yes. So they give her, they give her the panicata. They give her the message. Um, and then, you know, that's when the black guy kind of like freaks out. He winds up, I think, dying anyway. Yeah, he bleeds out. Yeah. And then yep, Goring, so Goring has like a dream that says like the girl is the message, not the panicata. Yeah, the girl is the message. And then and that's when he wakes up the next day. And then he finds that, that Baharat died of his injuries. And then he winds up taking the girl to the platform when, when it arrives. And he puts the, uh, he puts the platform he he puts the girl on the platform and then that's when uh he, you know, he he was sitting on the platform he's like I'm the message bearer he's like he's the message I'm the bearer and then that's when um a Trimagasi who's his yeah, first well, roommate they like, go down below 333 yeah. into this big black room yeah 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 yeah, yeah. And he's like you know he's like this message requires no bearer and that's when Gordon gets off and walks away with with that Trimakasi, and they both turn and they watch the girl go up in the air and ascend. Which, okay, and, uh, now let me ask you this, Devin. I know he's just a vision, right, of, of, <laughs> of his prior roommate and everything. Well, yes and no. but, yeah. but first off, if I'm sitting on that platform and all of a sudden some the vision of some dude or the image of some dude who tried to eat me came and said, oh, no, you should come with me. You don't need to go with her. I'm not fucking going with you. You tried to Hold eat up. me. Well, look, so first thing is, first off, there's a lot of evidence that beef, when he passed out, he died. Um, or even before they reached 4 to 30, uh, 333, there's a lot of evidence that he actually died. Who, he Greg? also, yeah, they both came to their wounds prior. And that was kind of him carrying out his, that's what the director even says. Like, that's kind of him carrying out his, his last wish, so to speak. And that you get there because... So they had previously established earlier that if you keep food on the floor, it it starts to the room will heat up or freeze, right? They right. gave the girl the panicata and she was eating it when the thing went down. And the room never heated up, it never got cold. And that was one of the things that they were like, Yeah, that's a sign that that really wasn't really happening. That was like his his dying wish that he wanted to succeed in that. And you know, he wanted to get this there. But, and that was what he kind of did with that. That was the dying wish. That's why the room stopped getting, you know, the room never got hot or cold after the platform left 333. Um, yeah, because like, I have it here, you know, the director says that in, in his eyes, Goring, uh, Goring dies before he reaches the bottom. And that's what we, and that what we see is kind of his dying wish, um, so to speak. You know, the room stopped, it stops getting hot or cold, even though after she's still eating she's still eating that panna cotta where we established earlier. If you keep a plate or anything of the food after it leaves your floor, they will freeze you or, or bake you out until you either give it up or you die. Um, but that didn't happen this time. That did not happen this time. Uh, and one of the other things, so on the kid, and there's also, um, another theory that, on um, Florida three thirty three. The kid was actually placed there by the administration to see if anyone would care. 
we're here to save her or feed her. And Miharu, they kind of, I, they're not not saying she's a, she was a plant, but she came in looking for her kid, and they saw that as an opportunity. They put the kid in there to also test, to see, and that's why she would ride down every month. And so people knew there was a kid, like, oh, she rides down looking for a kid. They just wrote her off as crazy. No one really stopped to care to say, let's go see if there's a kid in here and get this kid out of here. So that was one of the other things that people like, you know, that that was said that was brought up with one of the interviews of the interviews of the director. He didn't really confirm it nor deny it, but he, you know, he he kind of laughed it off. Um, Okay, so question. Yes. Say the girl was put there as a plant to see if somebody would feed the girl. Is she always on floor 333? Yeah, the kids on the always on the bottom floor, always on the last floor. How has she survived? How has she, how has she survived? Clearly, somebody. the The point is because when they were on room one seventy one, there was nothing. Clearly, but that's what I'm saying. Clearly, they're they're she the them saying she is the message. That's what they meant. She is the message because they've been giving her. They have a way to get in there and give her food and for her to eat. You know, keep her alive. They keep her alive, but. The, the the point is they want someone to go down there, find her, and send her out. They want someone to care. And are we to believe so, that the uh, Miaru, the the Chinese lady there, either lady, so either are we so to believe that thing. she never found the kid? Probably not. So she never rode the thing all the way to the fucking bottom. Well, they said I'll usually what happens back up though. They I said usually what happens is well, usually what they remember what the guy said what happens is she gets down so far and then usually you know somebody grabs her and keeps her for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, um. Okay. So the people that were volunteers and I'm movie quoting with quotes in my fingers. So they were told, oh, hey, go into this tower where, you know, you can only eat half a pound off this thing, or you can eat as much as you want, but if you do, then the people below you are going to starve to death. Keep anything, we're going to heat up the room so hot that you die. That's that's like, that's I, I don't up. think any of that's explained <laughs> no. to them. No, how how did they know that if they keep something, their room will get so hot? He, 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 he learned it. He learned it. He took the food. Yeah, he, and, he grabbed um, an he apple the off the thing and put it he in He grabbed an apple because he wasn't, the first couple of days, he wasn't eating. And then uh, uh, a Trimagasi was like, oh, you're not going to eat? And then as the thing was leaving, he grabbed an apple and put it in his pocket. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll stay here for later. And then the room started getting really, really cold. And then Trimagasi went and walked in the bed. He's like, we're going to freeze because of you. And just sat there. And he's like, what do you mean? He's like, and he told him, like, if you keep any food, they either, they'll either. So, but how does the old guy know? Because he's been there that long. He's seen it. Yeah, the, the, the old guy has been there for over a year at that yeah, point. Yeah, he's seen it. I don't. It doesn't make any sense. Okay, well, Rob, like if you keep food, like in like how in, are they keeping? Also, if it's freezing on their hole, how are the, the floors above and below not freezing as well? Magical, maybe. Also, too, if you look, if you see this platform, this platform doesn't move it logically. So, I mean, you have to look at it that way. We don't know how far in the future this really is. So I can't say one way or the other. Like this platform basically floats like in suspension. Like there's really no, there's not like a lift for this platform to like go up and down. Like this platform 
expl- like whips. Like it goes fast as shit. <laughs> and when it well, when it wants to. And there's not a logical way for this thing to move. Like there's no cables. There's I joked and said magnets, but like realistically, like no. Um yeah. So I mean, you, there is that kind of suspension of disbelief with that and this fact that well I I say suspension of disbelief, we don't really know. But it's because we don't know that I can't ding it or not ding it, if that makes sense. I don't like I don't believe that See the reason I don't like these is because people have to be like Oh, you know what? Those people took an apple. Let's bake them to death. And people are like, okay, yeah, sure. Fine, let's do it. Turn up the heat until they die. It's like, who does that for a social experiment? Like, uh, I don't know. I just, this is why movies like this, I don't like. Or <laughs> well, Rob, I mean, the people who do that for social experiments are the same people who do, are the same types of people who run up to people and, you know, punch people in the face and yell it's a prank. This, those are the same type of people. Like, those people. <laughs> I mean, that, or you have, like, the flip side of that, the people who are just, like, doing stuff for science. Like, it, it, they don't really care about the outcome. They're doing it purely for science. Or you get the people with this, who have enough money to, are, who are willing to pay to and do see, this. And they, see, I never thought about I that aspect of it, because no matter where you live, no matter what time period you live in, like Devin said, there's always going to be somebody who's there purely for a scientific purpose or somebody who just has so much money that they want to run this experiment and they're willing yep. to find the sociopathic people who are willing to say, oh, that guy got an apple. Let's fucking freeze him to death until he throws right, the apple right. back down the hole. I mean, you Once look at it the same way. There will always but be somebody willing to push that button. Built this well, Rob, and Rob, created it. Rob. Like you need a whole if you want to gaggle freaking serial killers in order to not Rob, have if you want to jump down the rabbit hole though if you want to jump down the rabbit hole we kill god knows how many mice every year in the name of science now you could say well those are just mice they're not you know they're not people you're right they're not but it's still a life people consciously do that all the time and it's it's an extreme twisted look but there is no, there's no, you know, there, there, there is a, there is a direct connection and a direct line that all it takes is one person just be like, eh, you know, okay, like let's let's do that, let's do that, and let's do it. And you'll be surprised that if you're paying people how, like, if people are getting paid, how much they will let they will let go. They will let it slide. Not to mention, not to mention I mean, <laughs> one thing you could factor in is. For all you know, there's just two people in a room, and all they don't have any type of monitors. They don't know what they're doing. They're just told, "Hey, if this light goes on, you push your button. If your light goes on, you or push your all button." All this, or all this, could just be automated. I mean, it could just be automated. Where if you, I mean, that's technically true too, I suppose. But if you have the food, if you have this, you have that. It, it's that. I mean, because they kind of alluded to it a little bit. Like one of the people say, they're probably watching. You know. They're probably, you know, betting on us and watching this for their sick, you know, for, for their own sick games. There's a good chance that some of this may have been recorded and like uploaded, and people are taking bets on who who survives, who doesn't survive. There's a good chance of that. They there is a there is kind of hidden on it at one point. I think if I remember, if I remember correctly, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I mean, and this could easily just be ran by the government. I mean, you saying the government is not above even now, not above subjecting people to 
um, experimentation. Like, experimentation that may or may not be dangerous is not is optimistic at best. <laughs> okay. um, you guys have convinced me humanity is cruel and evil, and it should no longer exist. Let the COVID take us all. What the what? I mean, you're not the COVID. COVID. Take us all. I mean, you're oh. not wrong. <laughs> I mean, humanity. Hum- I, I I will say this. I would say about ninety. Not, okay, how do I want to say this? I'd say about I would say the majority of people in the world are shitty, at least to a degree. Like people, there are a lot of people who would who would say no, they would say nay, but there's a lot of people who can say when the going's not tough. Like look at this, like any zombie movie. A lot of people are like, oh, they're my neighbors, they're this, they're that. Those same neighbors, it's like, oh, hey, look, you know, Ralph's not prepping for the zombie apocalypse no ralph is waiting for you to pack the car he's gonna come up and shoot you and just take your car like that's what ralph's doing ralph's smart i'm gonna say that's a smart move (laughs) (laughs) ralph's smart ralph's saving his energy you're fucking packing the car with your family and when you're all done you just see ralph walk out like oh hey you going somewhere neighbor he's like yeah yeah we're getting out of here it's getting bad he's like yeah and he's gonna just unload on you and your and your whole family get in the car and drive off and Honestly, in that I can't blame Ralph in that situation. I want to, but I can't blame Ralph in that situation. It's Ralph. Rob, I will say that I would like to have hope for humanity, but very seldom do I. All right. Well, I'm gonna go play Overwatch then. So bye. that's what. Hey, that's why should I care about anybody listen, else? Over, bye. No, listen. Overwatch <laughs> makes me have less hope for humanity. I mean, no, I, I absolutely agree with that. Like, Overwatch is one of those games, like, that's why I had to stop playing Overwatch for a while. Like, I, I, I just can't anymore um, with that game. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, Rob. Don't get, like, depressed about the movie. You haven't even seen it. It's just one of those things where it's, like, And I don't, want you, I don't want you to get depressed thinking that, like, you know, me and Devin particularly don't care about anybody. I mean, we do. Not true at all. I mean, I the fact that I care about Webby proves that wrong. Um, and the fact that we I, both care about you. Exactly. I care about other people. I will say I'm this. Saying, like, if all real of the members, if all of the members of Distractions Media were hanging from a blimp over a volcano, and I could only hand you know rescue a handful, you two would be the first two. <laughs> hey. So there we go. go. Well, I mean, you have to save me by default. Your your mom would never let you live it down if you didn't. I mean, that's true. (laughs) And Rob, she already said that you're her other new favorite son too. So I know I heard I was there with you. Yeah, so I have I have to save both of you. (laughs) I'm I'm legally obligated now. (laughs) Look, Webby, it doesn't matter because the blimp over the volcano is a social experiment, and the three of us are just going to have to eat each other at some point. So why bother? Hey, I'll tell you this much right now. I've been working for a long time on my table muscle, and if we were ever stranded on a desert island, I would off myself so you guys could eat me. I wouldn't even have I, I wouldn't even give you the choice of, "Oh, which one of you is going to kill me?" I'd do it for you. And then you guys could just survive off of my body until you found a way off the island. Trust me, there's plenty of me to go around. So, I don't know, but yeah. So that's the whole movie. Now, hey, Chris, let me ask you a question now. Mm-hmm. With all of everything that Devin has said, 
Would I bring my dog into a crazy tower? Fuck no. no. First off, no. <laughs> Don't ever do that. Uh, second off, <laughs> when, the, when the people tell you, oh yeah, you're allowed to bring one item with you, whatever the hell you want, it can literally be anything. Don't ever fucking just bring a book. What the fuck? Dumbass. Bring a weapon for sure. <laughs> anyway, uh, with everything that Devin has said and, and exclaimed about this movie, has it changed your opinion based off of when I tried to describe the movie to you? If anything, I want to watch it even less. <laughs> Alrighty. There we go. It's just this is not the kind of movie I would in, I enjoy. Like, clearly, I mean, like, that's how fine. I've been arguing about it. That's right. fine. Like I and like, like I told Webby, like I told Webby, like it's not your type of movie. It's not your type of movie. It's not a bad movie, but it's not that, your type of movie. Yeah, that's exactly. I wouldn't say, hey, this is a bad movie. For people that like that kind of thing, I'm sure it's a great movie. I would not enjoy it. I would probably hate eighty percent of it. I okay. Here's my here's my final thought on this movie. Like I, I told Devin, I gave this movie like a four. Can I ask you a question real quick before you do this? Sure. Did the conversation we have on SU today change your mind about the movie somewhat? No. Okay. I, uh, it, it changed my opinion on one aspect, which I was about to bring up. Go for it. If you are the type of person who likes to watch a movie that entices conversation and uh, debates after said movie, then this movie might be for you. But like what I told you earlier, Devin, I just assume you pitch these questions to me over a conversation and talk about the overarching concepts and arguments back and forth and have that philosophical conversation rather than spend the two hours to watch this movie, which I just all around did not care for, for several very different reasons. And yes, there, it's just not my type of movie, but I do truly believe that because the fact that it was not my type of movie and some of the main things in it that just really, turned me off from liking the movie in general, I do feel like it is a bad movie. Like, the whole ending where the finally the little girl is on the platform and it goes fucking shooting to the moon fucking at a million miles an hour. Then they just stop it mid, mid-frame. They just freeze-frame I mean, freeze it. I will agree with you and say that the, that going into it, it is definitely one of those movies. If you do... And if you don't... Inertia, even if you, like, that little if girl every, dies... <laughs> If every, I mean, also too, Webby, the platform is a floating platform. There's no, there's, there, we have no, that platform could be, that platform defies gravity as it is. So I, I can't even say for sure that's true. Even if they slow it down enough to the point where she's not going to go flying off of it, that means the people on floor five, four, three, two, and one are probably going to yank her off the platform and have their way with her because they're uh, filled with a bunch of goddamn criminals on this fucking tower. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Low-life degenerates. no way of knowing. (sighs) No way of knowing. Like, I have no way of knowing that that platform, specifically, it basically is magic. Like, if you look at it, it defies gravity. It may not be affected by inertia. By inertia. 
I mean, think about it. It those dishes fly up all the same. They don't move. They don't break. We have no. No, way those of knowing. might be, those might be brand new dishes every day. We don't know. We don't know. Exactly. So I'm not going to hold in, it against the film in, for that. In but, my in my mindscape, those are brand new dishes every single day. There's a group of people who clean level zero, and that little girl becomes a splatter painting on the ceiling. That's fine. If that's what you want to believe, believe <clears> because that. science. Fine. That's fine. But then you you okay. But my only complaint with my only issue with that essay is if you're going to use science there, you have to use science to explain the platform, which I can't. Me neither. So it's kind Magnets. of like, <laughs> so it's it's kind of like six in one half a dozen in the other. But Magnets. with that being said, I will say this. With that being said, um, it is one of those movies. Even if like everything we've said about the movie so far, like you're like, oh, you know what? This doesn't seem like a terrible idea. I'll watch it. It's fine. Um, if you want to give it a try, that's fine. But I will say this: if you are not one of those people, like if you need absolute closure in a movie. And I don't mean like cliffhanger, like they're setting off for a sequel kind of closure. I mean like you need, you need a beginning, a middle, and an end. And in a movie, I think this movie definitely has a very open-ended ending to the point where it doesn't feel satisfying. There's really nothing about this movie that feels satisfying. Yeah, and I think so, that's one of the main reasons I really did not care for it. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, but if you know that going into it, there are movies out there that are very much just not satisfying. You watch them, that, and there's nothing about that movie is satisfying. Um, and I think there are places for movies like that. I think it's fine. I don't. Again, it's it depends on if it's your cup of tea or not. But for me, I'm I'm not immediately put off by those types of films. So with that being said. The ending did still leave something to be desired. Even as an open-ended ending, I think it could have been open-ended better. But uh, I'm not going to superly take away from it from that. For that, it, you know, and that all is reflected in my, you know, my six and a half, seven out of ten. What would I get? Uh, I know I said I gave it a four. I'm going to alter that score just slightly. And only because I don't specifically remember the score I gave the other movie, whatever I gave Life After Beth for a score, I'm giving this one point less. Plain and All right, Webby. Webby, on the spot. I will go rewatch of... Life After Beth right now. Nope. No, no, I'm not from Life After Beth. You gotta watch one of these movies again. This movie? Uh huh. John Henry. Oh, god damn. <laughs> They're both <laughs> terrible. I'd, honestly, I'd rewatch John Henry. And that's bad. Yikes. That's that's terrible. That is very bad. That's You gave me an impossible choice there, but I, I picked which one I had to. Alright. Well. Um, one thing, like, if you change a couple fundamental things about the movie, I would watch it. Like, for instance, if for some reason they had to be in this tower because, like, the Earth was being destroyed and this was, like, going through space and this was the only way, like, they could keep them alive for some reason. They had to, like, like this is basically a colony ship where the food has to go that way because it's the only way that it works because they were, like, pressed for time and this is the way that they got it to work. Whatever. Space station but, like, flat platform, got it. Yeah, but, like... And then, uh, obviously, the rooms wouldn't heat up or, or cool down if you kept stuff off the thing. 
But like that thing, and then the guys like going up and down, protecting it. Like, okay, we have to make sure everybody's getting fed because we can't have people dying. Yes, some people still die, and blah blah blah. Then there's a reason for the lady to have brought her dog because she's trying to bring him to the new planet. Like stuff like that. Like if there was a reason rather than let's just throw people together and watch them kill each other, uh, then I might watch it. But it, but that's literally that's, the plot for a lot of movies, though. Like like demolition. That's Demolition Man. Like, let's throw people together and watch them kill each other. That's also, Demolition, Demolition Man. Man, one of the best movies ever. Right, Demolition Man is a great movie, like <laughs> a fantastic movie. Like, we're not we're not diving into like the only other movie I think that that rivals Demolition Man, and this is like a totally not serious serious joke, um, is Robot Jocks, which I don't one day know if I've seen it, you have it, but one day we are watching Robot Jocks. Okay. But in Demolition Man, all restaurants are Taco Bell, so it has hey, a, hey, there's a plus. Plus, they're fancy I know, restaurants, they're too. Like, how do you beat that? They That's have... like fine dining in the future. Hey, Demolition Man, like Running Man, same thing. Like, Total people Recall. Are trying to kill each other. Total Recall. Like, it's, like, at that point, you would just have, like... I was Total Recall, an experiment of throwing people together. Okay, well, that, I, I, I don't know. But, like, The Raid. <laughs> the Raid, for instance. That is literally what The Raid is. It's just... A SWAT team basically infiltrating a a tower, um, trying to get to a like a mob boss, and literally he owns his tower and all the residents in there, and they all know kung fu, and it just a a great fight scenes. I love the raid so much; it's so good. God damn, the raid's amazing. One of the best martial arts action movies past 10 years but raid one raid two and there are three raids i don't know raid one or raid two for sure raid three i'm not sure about yet but i don't know if it's out yet i don't know if it's i don't know what's happening raid three is raid three a thing let's look it up boom raid three the raid three it is unfortunately it's probably not happening but that's okay we have raid one and we have raid two raid one and raid two solid movies anyway Point being is, um, like, why I understand what you're saying, Rob. I get it, but at that point, at that point, you're looking for, you're looking for a reason to justify the movie, and the the more darker truth of it is that is humanity is the just of the only justification that's needed. It's like. Sadly, but that's true. Like, the reason why that tower exists and the reason why these people are in this tower boils down to human nature. Mm. And that's true. Like, I mean, that's really what it is. Like, that, that's, ultimately, that's the reason that, the, that that tower exists, is human nature. Because humans are always striving to be better. It's never... There's no, there's no such thing as settling... Like, nothing is ever good enough. So we're going to strive to be the best at everything. The most optimal at everything. And it doesn't matter how we treat other people to get there. And the sad part is that usually it's the people who don't have money that pay that price. So people who want something or don't have money. Like, we have our main, we have our main guy. 
looked like a well-dressed guy. Looked like I'm not saying he was rich, but looked like he had money. He looked like he could take care of himself outside when he sat down at that interview. Um, yeah. like his favorite food was snails. So I mean, that's usually high, 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 higher class dining. Escargot. Yeah, I mean, usually like you know that's higher class dining. So re- realistically, he went in there to stop smoking and to get a degree. So what does that boil down to? Self embitterment, but also to a form of greed in that it wasn't appreciation. He didn't appreciate what he already had. He wanted something more. So he's he subjected himself to to this place. See, for, if for some for reason I was in this tower, people would be like, "Ooh, filet mignon. Ooh, caviar. Ooh, escargot. Why is there a giant bowl of hamburger helper here? That's mine." Yeah, and you know I mean, what? Leave no, that for one me. Would, no one would fucking touch it except for you. Yeah. <laughs> It'd make it down to floor 333 and there'd still be a bowl of fucking hamburger helper there. <sighs> yep, pretty much. Now, Webby, I do have a question for you to end this up because I just got to go because my mom... Yeah, it's fine. I'm, I'm I, not, I, I will give this movie credit in one aspect, Devin. Go for it. We got an hour out of an SU for it. I did not see that happening. I told you. I said you have you little faith. Um, so what's your question? I, my question is, how, how, would you, how would you act if you were on, if you woke up on floor five, and then the next month you went to floor 205? So how would you act originally waking up on the top floor and then finding yourself on a, on a, lo- on a, on a lower floor with no food? Versus, how would you act if you went from floor 205, you woke up on floor 205, and the next month went to floor 5? How do you think you would react differently to those two situations? Basically the same situation, just starting point different. But how would that change you, do you think? Am I aware of the... No, no, no. This This is your first month in. So you started off... You started off in one scenario, you start at the top, and then you end up on the bottom. So if I start on the top, I mean, I would just eat, like, normal. Okay, and then you end up on the bottom the next month. So my question is, how how would you treat the people above you? I mean, I would... How would you look at the people above you? How would you look at them as shitty? Because you weren't treating them shitty. You just took what you, you... you ate what you would usually eat. You weren't gorging yourself. You ate what you would usually eat. But yet, you now know that there is... You've seen how much food there is at the top. And you know that there's no food coming to the bottom. So how would that skew your opinion in that situation of the people above you? Would you despise the people above you? Would you have contempt for the people above you? Because you know there's enough food. You see there's enough food. Or even in a more extreme example, you start off on floor one, the first floor, and then you wake up on floor 333, where there's nothing. I mean... So you see the food fresh. You see how much food it is. You know there's enough food for everybody in this place. And then the next day you wake up, you're on the bottom floor. The next month you wake up, you're on the bottom floor. How would you look at everyone else above you, knowing that there is enough food in that situation, but people are selfish assholes... And not, I mean, yeah, that's exactly what I would think. Now, in the same situation, how would you feel if you were started off on floor 333 and saw there was no food and then woke up on the top 
for the next month and saw all the food, would you have that same mentality of you fucking bastards this whole time? You could have been, I've been living off rats and scraps. There's been all this food. So how would you treat the people below you in that situation? Well, but the people below you might not have been the ones that were above you last time. They could well, have been he, people that he was on the bottom floor. Oh, the bottom floor than everybody was above me last time. Yeah, but like the food stops coming around like two hundred. So there's like a hundred floors of people that weren't also weren't getting food. Right, right. But I'm just given the situation. He doesn't know that necessarily. He can assume that, but doesn't know that. So I'm I'm just curious to know how how do you think those two situations would prepare you differently, and which one would you rather have been in? Would you rather start at the top and then? have to go to the bottom for a month or would you rather start in the bottom and have to or and have to go to the top honestly i think i would have rather started at the bottom and then went to the top and ended on the top okay fair um it's that mentality of starting at the bottom you don't know what you're missing yep and then you don't know you, what you're when missing you, when you end at the top you're given something it's Holy fuck! This is this is Christmas. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's always in my mentality in life. Starting at the top and then having something taken away from you. Right. Now, question is: the starting something at the top and then having something taken away from you does that make you bitter or not? I mean, because starting at the top, like in both situations, I think can make you bitter. I think it would make you bitter both ways. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So my question, like again, like you haven't really gave a sign. How would you treat the people below you or above you in both situations? I mean, in that particular scenario, I mean, as much as I don't, th- as as hard as it would be, whenever you're on the bottom, I would still treat everybody above me the best I could as a person. Only because it's that whole mentality of don't piss off a waiter, don't don't anger anybody who handles your food. Oh yeah, I mean the men. The main guy says it first. He's like, you know, he's like, when she, when when he threatened to shit on the food of the people below them, and she's like, well, what about the people at the top? He's like, don't they won't listen? I can't shit up. She's like, he's like, I can't shit upwards. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. You know, and that's very and when much you, true. When, 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 if, and if you're at the top, I mean, yeah, I'd be bitter about the people below me, but I mean, I'm, unless they're avidly being dicks. To me, I mean, I guess in that situation, if you're not going out of your way, like you're not shitting down the hole or pissing on their food, but if you're knowing how much food there was and knowing that they're that you know they're all greedy bastards and wasn't feeding you and wasn't leaving food for everybody, knowing how much food there was, would you take more food and would you say, well, fuck it, I'm gonna enjoy this month I'm up here, I'm gonna gorge myself like you, like all you other fuckers do? I wouldn't necessarily gorge myself, but I wouldn't go hungry. Because you the, definitely, the month prior, I knew what it was like. You definitely, to be you definitely wouldn't have the same level of like, and this is not like it's kind of putting words in my mouth. You wouldn't necessarily carry the same amount of compassion in the sense of like, I have to make sure I only eat my portion to save right. food for everybody else. No, I don't. You'd say kind of like, fuck it, like I'm just gonna eat until I'm satisfied, and then that's that. Well, either way, I eventually would have ended up at the bottom because. After three days, like, if you started off with the no food, after, like, three or four days of no food coming down, I would have just rode it to the bottom because there's no negative side. It's like, okay, well, I'm not going to get any food anyway. Might as well see if there's a way out on the bottom or something because... Oh, honestly, I would have tried to ride that shit to the top. <laughs> yeah. I, 
right it, at the top. Even if it did slow down at like, you know, floor 10 or whatever, like what we theoretically talked about, I'd jump off, murder both people in that fucking room, and then just wait. Because then, hey, you know what? Now I'm on floor 10. At least I'm getting something. <laughs> See, I wouldn't murder people. <laughs> Fine, I'd shove, them, I'd shove them down the hole and hope that they survived. There's a lot of people in. There's a lot of people in the in the in the tower that are kind of assumed to like have not murdered people as yeah. of yet. Like, I mean, there are a lot of people in that tower, and like there was like the two dudes like in the swing pool, who funny enough were actually the screenwriters. Um, oh, really? There is like the, the yeah, there is the dudes with the surfboards who like clearly had to murder anybody. I don't know why I thought you brought a surfboard, but whatever. No, the only reason I was saying I wasn't murder people is because Webby said I jump off a of level ten and murder the guy. So I'm not saying that. I mean, well, well, I mean well, there are, <laughs> if you jump at level ten, they're definitely not going to welcome you on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like Matt, did you did either bring a weapon? So yes, you you're stuck. kill at least one of them. Like you kill one of them. Like look, motherfucker, I'm in your roommate now. <laughs> You okay with that, or yeah. you what is the difference if they have a third person? It's like you clearly have enough food. What does it matter if there's a third? But that's person on that's there? actually the point. Like that's what the one guy when they were on floor six and they wanted to and they were trying to climb up and they had to raise his guys above them. They yeah, theoretically could just racist. let them up, but they wouldn't. They yeah. wouldn't let him up, even yeah. if they weren't racist. Like even when he was talking to people above him and asking him a question, they just kept saying "shut the fuck up" and they wouldn't listen to him because. Well, that's because it, like, the old guy like at the beginning said, don't bother talking to the people above you, they're above you. And don't yeah, bother exactly. talking and, to the people below true. you because they're below you. And I mean, like, and it's kind it's of like, like a, a social commentary social status like somebody, at that point. If it's kind of a social commentary of life down below. Like, and I, we had plenty of food still. Why would I care? Like, okay. Like, if I were on one of the, one of the levels where there was scarce, like the food was scarce, then maybe I'd be like, nah. Nah, you gotta stay down there. Because there's nothing really oh, much to I eat. I mean, Rob. But if, if I was one of the top of... floors where there was plenty of stuff, what does it matter if somebody else comes up? There's, I Rob, still I mean, but look at it like this, though. Look at it like this, though. Like, if I'm, like, okay, like, I'm a you know, middle-class, whatever, like, a lower-middle-class dude. If I go to Jeff Bezos and be like, yo, dude, look, I need, you know, I'm dying of cancer. I need cancer treatment. He's going to be like, tough shit. Like, not my problem. I, you know, I'm not a charity. Right, um, but then okay. I can't go around. I can't. I can't turn around and go complain. But you're to like, not in a fucking tower with nothing to do but eat food. Okay, but like, but it's still like a you. Unfortunately, to get like a social commentary on things, you have to kind of isolate a situation to observe because it's easy to say in like a wide, wide world. Like, oh, of course. Well, some well somebody will help you. You can go ask fifty billionaires. I'm sure one will give you. One will give you the money. And it's like, you may be right, but am I ever going to be in a real-life situation where I have access to 50 billionaires? Probably not. Like, like, oh, you can blast them on Twitter. Like, okay, that, that, that'll that work today. No. Like, you know, so realistically speaking, you have to kind of, like, narrow, like, you have to get a sample size. Narrow a sample size down to get a small group of people. And if, I guarantee you, if you took, like, in, if you, ignoring the tower, if you took, you know, 30, 30, you know, Took like 30 homeless people, like 20 homeless people, 20 like lower middle class, 20 middle class, 20 upper class, and 20 like super wealthy people. Put them all in one community together. I guarantee you within like two weeks, you're going to have segregation of by status. I, I understand that. But this is we're talking about the movie where everyone's in a tower. So what the fuck does it matter? Each level is a social status, though. How? Yeah. Why? Because at that point, think of the food as currency almost. The people at the high levels, they're rich. So who cares? 
Yeah. He, he, make, nobody wants to up. give up money. Nobody yeah. wants to give up more money. But they like, do. If, then why doesn't the person on top just keep all the food? They don't. They can't keep the food. They could. Exactly. They would. Exactly. They can't keep the food. So what does it matter if someone else comes up and takes food off the thing? It's not like you could keep it anyway. It it matters though. People are, people it doesn't will, matter. That you're okay. To, to, See, to I get Devin's argument, but I get Rob's argument, and Rob's argument's making me hate the movie more. No, no, because like I do it. understand and it, I agree. Does it Rob, actually but matter I in the sense that they Dev- can't keep the food? Right, but. It's also too of the situation of being the gatekeeper of status. Just, just even though I can't necessarily like not everybody cares back, about going, status though. Going back like in said, okay, if somebody you know, and that's fine. But going back like a situation like this, that like Jeff Bezos has even said, either. like going back to Jeff Bezos, I'm saying because he's like the richest man in the world. He even said, I have more money than I could ever know what to do with it. Then why do you keep it? There's no reason to keep it if you have more money. No, you could. You yeah, could never spend. Yeah. Why sure. do you keep it? But he he's not signing it. up to give it away. That's the mentality of hu- that's human nature. That's the mentality. It is of not human nature. Who is this guy? Because we're gonna send him an email. The guy that owns Amazon. Oh. You guys depress <laughs> me about saying how humans are all like. I agree with none of it. Like I'm, I'm not, not saying, like that I'm at all. I'm not saying that every human is. I'm just saying that unfortunately, in a lot of situations. It has proven to be that way. I'm not saying that there are people out there who who will not help you, because there are. There are people who will help you. There are people who will still, to this day, take the shirt off their back and give it to you. But there are just as many people who will drive right by you for a variety of reasons, drive right by you on the side of the road when you when your car breaks down. You know where you look back in back in the older you know back in the olden days where that would happen. You may even get someone to pull up on the side of the road and help you. I'm not saying that that doesn't still happen because it still definitely does, but it also is a situation where now and even going to the future, and it's only getting worse where people are more self-absorbed, generally speaking, or at least looking out for that number one scenario. Like, okay, I got to make sure I'm good. And just because right now, yeah, like going back to like what you said, you could welcome somebody up on your floor. So you you do that. But you know what? <clears throat> that person is... One, that person is taking food is taking food on your plate. Two, you don't know who that person is. I've been with this person on this floor for two weeks. They haven't tried to kill me yet. I don't know this third person, if I go to my sleep, if they're going to kill me in my sleep. Who knows? I don't want to take that risk, so I'm not letting them on my level. So you have to kind of look at it that way. It's unfortunate, and it, it this is why I'm saying like, these movies like this are are interesting to me. And I think there is a place for them, and I think they're they're good in that respect, where they kind of bring up these issues. Because well, you're absolutely right. There's no reason that there's no reason that somebody can't just let you up on the floor. And there's plenty of food. Like if you you know if everybody would let everybody up, you know, one floor, yeah. then that's one more. That's two more people they get to eat every day. So then every day you just keep doing that, and then eventually you'll have the first like ten levels. Each of them will have or like like twenty levels or whatever. Each of them will have. This many people, everybody gets their share, sings kumbaya, everybody's happy. But then you look at real life, and if that's – even though, yeah, you're in a tower and it's a small sample size, that doesn't reflect real life where you're right. Everybody who has a house could take in one homeless person and help them out. Absolutely. But they're not going to do it. It doesn't matter. They'll, be, they'll, they'll go on the news and say we should help homeless people. But they will be the first ones to drive right by and say no. <laughs> no. 
well, at that point, we should just give homeless people free houses, but no one will because they're like, oh, it's not fair, but it costs less to do it than to keep them on the street. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. But that's that's the point. It's not fair. It's not fair. They they get something that I had to that I'm working for. That's yeah. the, that, that's the, that's where it comes in at. They're getting it for free. I had to work for it. I'd rather spend more money taking care of them than as opposed to just giving them something that I deem as more valuable. But that's where the, that's where it all comes in. That's where this comes in. It's it's like this weird human fallacy that exists. It's unfortunate, yeah. but it's true. Yeah, that and the fact that like, it, I mean, that's the whole problem with like global warming and stuff. It's because that we would have to do stuff about it now, but it puts it, like we see no benefit from it. It's the people in the future that don't exist yet that would benefit from our actions, so we don't want to do it because we're like, but it puts me at a detriment, and I don't get anything out of it. Kind of thing. So people are not willing to self-sacrifice, even if they, even if what they're sacrificing, ultimately either is a is just excess or right. just it's, excess or not not important. But right. people aren't willing to say, aren't willing to actually sacrifice something. It's it's effort yeah. on our part with no immediate payoff. Yeah. But uh, to your point, though, about people like, oh, I'm not, I don't know this guy. He could murder me in my sleep if I let him up here. What's to keep him from climbing up while you're asleep and then oh, murdering you hey, because you wouldn't let him up there? Those floors are too tall. There's there's no way you yeah. could theoretically climb up. Like that one guy brought rope, so he was able to do it, but he needed them to attach the rope to something up there for him to do it. Yeah, because the beds. Like, unless the you beds have a grappling hook and you're really trusting the fact that you can climb up a grappling hook without that shit unlatching over the pit. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's yeah, there's because, not like, yeah, there's no because way. when the when the platform comes up, you're not just stepping on it and hitching a ride. That thing's going up at like 800 miles an hour. Yeah, it's fast. <sighs> you could right. technically ride all the way to the bottom and then hope to ride it up, but I, I, I'm, I'm still yeah. That's if nobody kills you because they're starving at the bottom and you're fresh meat and they're gonna eat you. So but that's why I don't know why everybody just didn't see what happened at the bottom because like yeah. okay you, you haven't had food for days why not just take it to the bottom and see what's down there because that yeah. because that boils back to you giving up even if even if you're on floor 250 and you're not getting any food you're arguably still better off than the person on 251 why in what way yeah, because that, you I have mean. a you you have a better chance of getting food that's the thing so like even if and two yeah, like I guess it's, every it's, day could be different. There might be a it's a lot. It's a logical fallacy. An even apple core or something that makes it down the next. It's day. a logical fallacy. So then, if you are on floor two fifty, and let's say like an apple core comes down, that's an apple core you're getting. You're taking the apple core. You're eating it for yourself. Two fifty one is not getting that. If you give that up, then you're you're stepping down. Even if you necessarily, in reality, you're going from one situation that's shitty to another shitty situation that's just as shitty. It has the appearance of stepping down, so you will never you're not you're not going to voluntarily do that. You're never going to voluntarily step down into a worse situation. In a situation you know to be worse, even if it's like fundamentally the same, it's still on paper it's still worse. You still have a lower percentage chance of getting food to that floor. You know what I think would have made this movie more interesting. after three straight days of not getting anything, I'd be like, I'm going to go see what's down here because otherwise I'm going to starve to death anyway. I was going to say, like, you, you know what I think would make this like movie a, gamble, a little bit more like, interesting? Mm-hmm. Is if in the big black room below floor 333, 
if there was food down there too. Because then it's a then it's an experiment of who's going to try to go down there. Does anybody well, I mean, try yeah, to go down there? I think it's more that would defeat the purpose of the experiment. The experiment was mainly to see like yeah, no, I get it. I just like companion, not companionship, but like teach like compassion. I'm kind of like I, I, I'm with Rob with the fact that if you're in an unwinnable situation, you might as well go towards the unknown. Might as well check. Oh, no, I agree. Like, I agree. You should probably write it down and at least see what the fuck is up. Like, worst case scenario is you die. Well, guess what? But, I mean, then you also run the uh, you run the secondary risk, though, because then you're only in there for six months, and you're on, like, month four. This month's really shitty. Well, that's why you weigh the option. Right. You It's really shitty, but you always have that chance of doing better. And, again, it's like that – It's why do you play the lottery when they're in a bad situation? It's that chance of getting out. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Like, you could go to the unknown, but you also – if you're on 250 – and you don't know how many floors there are. You, you you know you think there's 250 floors. You're on a floor like 200. You're like, well, I have a better chance of going up than I do going down. So I'm better off waiting for my, you know, just waiting through this tough time to get to better times. Even then, you may wind up in a worse situation. But going off what you know, let's say you only think there's 250 floors and you're on a floor of 200. Statistically speaking, you're going to, even if you go up two floors to one, you know, to 248, you're in a better situation. So... Statistically speaking, you have a better chance of going, of of everything turning around and going better than if you voluntarily give up your spot and go down. Hmm. So it's it, it again. Well, I it, thought it was like random. random. It is well, random, yeah. but because of that, so if then you if you're only, at the bottom, why does it matter if you like if they're a month, you could end up. Well, at the no, top this is what I'm saying. Like, because like like the one guy said, like if you haven't been down that far, you don't know how many floors there are. Like, if let's say you're on a floor of 180. Like he he was on floor 171. He was like. Uh, my counting, I you know, and how long it takes back, I, I kind of like there should be 250 floors. He was off by like almost 100. Almost, yeah, almost 100 floors. <laughs> he was off by almost 100 yeah. floors. Well, so if you're on like 180 and you think there's 250 floors, statistically speaking, you have a better chance of ending up higher than you are than lower than you are. So you could give up your your spot and go lower to see if that's the case. Like, oh, I'm going to go down here and go lower, run the risk of getting killed by somebody else and getting eaten and all that. Or you just wait out your, you know, wait out your bad month. And then statistically speaking, you will go up higher than where you are now. And hopefully that level has food. So okay. it, but like you're, you were saying, okay, so you, if we started off on a lower level, we have no idea how many floors there are. All we know is there's people above us, people below us. We do not know that the thing like doesn't, like what we don't know what's at the bottom. We don't know how many floors there are because I haven't sat there and calculated how far up and down the thing goes. I don't even. We don't even know how many floors there are. We don't know that it's after a month we get to change floors. For all you know, you're stuck there forever on that one floor, or whatever it is. And if there's no food ever coming down, you're like, well, I'm going to die if I stay here. I'd be like, okay, I'm going to sit on this thing and see where it goes. And then maybe it'll fling but me then, back. Up but the top. but this, this is the thing, though, Rob. This is my question for you. Knowing that. Knowing that that's the situation, you can sit. You're also sitting on that, knowing full well that if you want to see this thing out, you're probably gonna have to murder so many floors of people to get out alive, or they're Why gonna pull you off. Because they're in the very much same situation where. Yeah, but you if see, it's only been three days, I'm gonna assume I'm not hungry enough to. to okay, okay, me. I'm just saying. But so let so let's say you get on here. And you write it down. You write it down. Let's say the first floor, they don't touch you. The second floor, they don't touch you. The third floor, they're fucking hungry. They grab your ass and try to 
and they try to eat you. Well, and let's I, say you do what, you, you do what you got <laughs> to do. Know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm just saying, let's say you do what you got to do. You you kill them, you whatever, they fall, whatever, you get away. Now you have an option. You're by yourself. You're two floors, you're two or three floors more down. You're by yourself. You now you know that okay, there is a potential danger for me if I go down there. Do I want to go down more? Is it worth it? So then you're asking yourselves these questions. I would not is survive it... two people trying to kill me. I'm sorry. But if I happen to, then yeah, I might rethink it and be like, mm, maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, but so I mean, it... that kind of a situation, you're looking at people like this. In that situation I gave you, it was more so just a testing of knowing if you knew the riches above, would you shit in the people below you, knowing if you came from below you and then went up, would you despise the people below you now because you they were above you at one point and they were just as greedy as opposed to if you came from a situation of below you not knowing the riches above and then you find out the riches above would you treat the people below you differently given the fact that they could have this whole time been rationing and saving food so everyone could have eaten so with that being said that's why i asked those questions but like in most situations you most people are with roommates that usually for what it seems like, most people have roommates that have at least been there a month or two, so they kind of learn the ropes when they come in. So assuming you have a roommate that comes in, he's like, you're like I'm going to write this down, and he's just like, they're going to fucking kill you. Like, I wouldn't, they're, they're going to kill you. Um, you know, that's kind of your 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 way to go. Or that person should probably just be like, oh, look, if you're going to write it down, they're going to kill you. Let me just kill you now, and I can eat you. That's probably better. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean that's kind of how you look at it like that. That's how I would look at it in that situation. So it's like you, you you're volu- going down is voluntarily putting yourself in a worse situation than because, and that's why there's so many themes come out this movie where like, like complacency, where you look at it, you're like, okay, well I'm not in a great situation, but I'm I've accepted the situation, I've adapted to this situation. I don't know what's below me. I don't know this other situation. It could be better. It could be worse. But I don't want to take that risk because I I'm, I can't be sure. Kind of like same day. People work at jobs they fucking hate. And it's like I could leave this job and go somewhere else. But I it could also be worse leaving this job and going somewhere else. Like mm. I know this job. I have to learn a whole new job. Then I learn that job. And then maybe I don't like the people I work with. What if I don't like the job? What if I don't like this? And I can't come back here. So now it's kind of like 50-50. You're like, do I want to take this new job where there's possibility of a chance of like better opportunity, better employment, better a better future for me? But it's, I'm not. But I'm out of my comfort zone. Or do I want to stay in my comfort zone? And yeah, it sucks. But it's everything. It's, everything that sucks about it is what I'm used to. I'm used to it. I'm comfortable in it. I can I can deal with this level of suckage. I don't know what this new level of suckage is going to bring me. So it it asks it it asks a lot of questions like that. That's why that's why I like this movie in the sense that if you dive the more you dive into it, the deeper you go, you can start asking a lot of a lot more questions like, well, why didn't they do this? Well, doing that would mean this. So that's why they wouldn't do that. But yeah. That's that. So that was the movie. It wasn't much of a review. It's on Netflix. I recommend if you want to check it out and kind of open-ended movies, kind of with a couple of triggering scenes, don't necessarily bother you. 
I'd say give it a watch. If it's not your cup of tea in the first, like, 20, 30 minutes, just turn it off because it's probably not going to be for you. Like, yeah. I'm going to be honest. Like, the first, like, 30 minutes in, if you don't like it, just turn it off. It's not for you. If you like Snowpiercer, I think you will like this. Hmm. Again, again, I, like no, like, again. If, I don't think I would like this. If you do watch this movie, message us on Facebook, uh, on yep. facebook.com slash simplyunprofessional, and tell us what you think of the movie. I do recommend Snowpiercer, though. I will agree with Devin on that. Very good. Snowpiercer is very good. I really like Snowpiercer. I do think Snowpiercer is a better... I I will say that Snowpiercer, I think, is a better movie overall. I will say I do think this movie, because of how it's presented, it can lead to a better conversation starter about things. Again, I think this movie could seriously be, like, 100% the focus of, like, a semester in an ethics class because it brings up a lot of questions. Okay. Well, I know you're trying to get out of here, Devin, because uh, you got to go. So why don't, you give us, seconds, why don't you give us a life advice with Devin? Before life advice going. with Devin uh, will cue off what I just mentioned a second ago. Um, sometimes in life you're going to be faced with situations uh, where you're fighting comfort versus the unknown. Um, if you're not happy where you are, if you're comfortable but you're not happy, Sometimes I would. It's sometimes it's better off to chase the unknown and chase for that success. So that's my recommendation. Well, I recommend that's my moment of zen. My life advice: never shit down the hole because you never know who's going to be on top next month. Exactly, but <sighs> logic. Uh, so He's also retired. Devin, where can people find you on the internets? You oh, guys no, no, no. This time we're doing Science Corner with Rob. Oh, yep. I forgot. I forgot. I am. I apologize. <laughs> now we got a new segment called Science Corner with Rob, which is the name's going to get tweaked because I don't necessarily yes. know I like that name. Yeah. Science uh, time. Fun, fun science facts. I don't know. So when you were talking about that the, the lift could be moving by magnets, that is entirely possible because in, in the uh, universe there are four fundamental forces. There's gravity... Matilda disagrees. Matilda! <laughs> There's gravity, electromagnetic, um, and the strong and weak nuclear forces. Um, now, those four forces are the main forces that hold all particles and stuff together in the universe. And gravity, while being so strong in a black hole that it can keep light from escaping, it can slow down time, stuff like that, even though it's that powerful, it's far weaker compared to the other forces. And now you can see this easily by holding a magnet over a paperclip. And it will go up, fighting against the force of gravity very easily. So, and people don't, uh, scientists don't know why gravity is so much weaker compared to the other forces. They think maybe it has to do with alternate dimensions, and that gravity pierces through all of them, and the others are only in our universe. So there you go. That's how it could be moving by electromagnets instead of... So gravity is weak because it's shared across the multiverse. Yep. Gotcha. Alright. Devin, where can people find you on the internet? You guys can find me on Twitter at DMP underscore Pookie and on Twitch at PookilledMe. And as always, you can find me on eBay. Uh, This time, I'm going to be digging a hole. And Rob, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Professor underscore X. And someday again on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Professor. And as always, everybody, you can find me on Twitter at Jack's Forest Walker, all one word, on Twitch at DMWebby, and on Instagram at Patrick.Webster52, and on eBay at 
looking for Devin in his hole. Looking in Devin's hole. Oh, my. <laughs> uh, thank you for listening and joining us. And we love you. And as always, fuck Booster Gold. FBG. And I do not have the outro music queued up for whatever reason. The window the folder closed. Well, I get it. It's coming. Here it comes. Here it is. We should harness the force of gravity, condense it into a ball, and drop that shit on Booster Gold. Mm-hmm. See ya.